I'm Daryl. And I'm Chris. And this is the Chris and Daryl Podcast. All right, guys. Well, to kick it off, we're going to give you a little information on local events here in Stillwater, Minnesota. And uh, just kind of share with you some stuff going on weekly. So you have a little info right at the beginning of the show. And um, some of them we're involved in, some of them we're not. And if you can make it out during the week, that'd be great. Chris, what do we have for uh, some local events today, this week? Well, first of all, it's very hard to believe that we are already coming up on the end of January 2019. I have a feeling that springtime is going to be here soon. So uh, really appreciate everybody that does come out to Stillwater in the dead of winter. Um, there's a lot of great happenings going on. Um, I know on the uh, 24th of January, it's Winterfest at the JX event venue. That's uh, That goes actually Thursday through Sunday. And um, you can find them on Facebook. On the 25th of January, the Lions Tavern up there. They're kind of off Main Street on off Nelson. On the south end of town there. South end of town. Beautiful patio. <laughs> uh, they have their winter gala Friday from 6.30 to 9.30. And... Uh, they also started doing bocce ball outside on their patio, so I don't have much information on that. We'll, we'll get that. Um, they do have a Facebook page that you can check out. Um, I know that uh, there's a couple yoga studios in town, and uh, Pure Yoga on Sunday at 8 p.m., they're doing their 40 Days to Personal Revolution. So if you're into working out and feeling good and treating your body right, that's uh, yoga is actually a great way to do it. It's... Uh, I was kind of skeptical before I went my first time, but man, I tell you that that's actually, that's don't they do the hot hot yoga or what are they? The heat? Oh man. Yeah. I did that one time and I felt bad for everybody in there. (laughs) I'm not kidding. You forgot to put on deodorant or what? No, I, I, uh, had a couple too many beers the night before. (laughs) 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 Oh man. I was embarrassed, but I, uh, I probably lost about 10 pounds of water weight on the ground. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, uh, they, you know, uh, yeah, that's that story. Well, little TMI. Um, there's a couple other things going on. Uh, you got the uh, Greater Stillwater Chamber of Commerce that does their uh, bags, bingo, and beer. Uh, you can hop on their website. It's uh, that's off 200 Chestnut Street. Um, it's always good to get out and support the community and become involved in your community because. That's the only way you can really make a change, I guess, and and uh, take your community into the direction. So, well, and winters in Minnesota, as we all know, aren't the funnest thing. If you don't have activities to do, it's good to get out of your house. It keeps your spirits up. It's actually good for your soul. Get out there, conversate with people, be a part of your community. Um, otherwise, you could just stay at home watching Netflix and um, chilling and whirling yourself into the deep dark hole of minnesota winter um we know where that goes i don't need to say anything more about that definitely good to be involved with stuff get out there keep your body moving keep your body moving and your mind working yeah that's right uh, very important um i do know that uh on the 26th of january uh out in new richmond which is real close to Stillwater, it's about 15 20 minutes uh, just east, they have their winter carnival uh, Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. So it's kind of an all-day thing, and it's uh, family-friendly. So that's a that's a good place to go. So yeah, that's kind of what's happening uh, in Stillwater this week. Um, as far as what we're connected with, 
Uh, Third Wheel Project hosts a weekly open mic down at the Tilted Tiki that starts at 6.30. All skill sets of musicians, um, my bandmates, some of my bandmates will come out and will kind of be a backing band to the songwriters that pop in there. And if they want us to play with them, great. If not, you know, we'll just sit and, and cheer on and try to support that local art. Um, that's a good time. They have their, it's $2 Tuesdays that night. So you get a great deal on, on, uh, select, uh, rail drinks and, and beers and, uh, $2 tacos, which are phenomenal. And, uh, they do some sliders too. Uh, Thursday night at the lift bridge, I'm there every week, uh, with a couple of my bandmates and I'll have guest artists there and we play in their tap room at 632 and that's a lot of, a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, one of the other things we're going to, you know, touch on, um, during our podcast too, is not only local events, local happenings, but, um, local activities that, you know, you might be a part of or might like doing, uh, an example fishing. We live right on the river. If you're from new Richmond, if you're from Holton, Wisconsin, if you're from Stillwater, um, Hudson, all these areas, we're right on the river. There's activities to be done on the river. And it's a matter of, you know, meeting the right person or, or, or getting the gumption to get out there and figure out how to tackle opportunities on the river in the winter. It's, you know, everybody thinks, oh, the river's off limits because there's ice on it. No, not the case. Or it's too dangerous to go on the ice because there's a current. Um, yes, obviously you have to be very careful about that. But there's a ton of ice fishing to be done on Stillwater River. And St. <laughs> Croix River, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and too, like, uh, I personally, I'm, I've been fishing my whole life. I've only been ice fishing once, and it was a couple months ago, and it was kind of, I'm, I'll admit, it is kind of creepy to me. Like, I, I'm just not used to going out on ice. So if you haven't done it, folks, find someone to go with that knows what they're doing. Yes. And, and uh, definitely don't just take your family out. Uh, if you don't know what you're doing and it's, uh, yeah. Well, no. especially on the river, on the river. Uh, yeah. The river is definitely, you know, you have to have some insight on where you can and can't go. Um, an example, I've been on the ice my whole life living here in Minnesota and, uh, I was just out, uh, this weekend on Saturday on Centerville Lake and my buddy who invited me out also is a avid ice fisherman and, you know, I just trusted him. Yes, there's enough ice. You can drive a truck out here. Just come straight out to the spot. It's all fine and dandy. But uh, no matter how many times you do it, at least for me, I got on the ice. There's no snow on the ice. So you're literally driving on what looks Abyss. like yeah, it's like frozen water. <laughs> Not It doesn't even look like ice hardly. And <laughs> That's what ice is. <laughs> yeah, frozen water. <laughs> and uh, I'm driving out there, and it's cracking to beat the band. And, you know, you hear, and especially when it was, it was like seven degrees out. So it, there's the ice cracks a lot more when it's real cold, it's making new ice and whatever. But I'm driving out there thinking, gosh, you know, I usually am the guy that will go drill a hole myself. I don't take anyone's word for it. But, um, I know, you know, in January, it's usually always good. And my buddy was already out on the ice in his truck, but I'm driving out there with my daughter and we got our windows down. We don't have our seatbelts on, you know, just like a safety precaution. Cause you want to be able to get out of the vehicle as fast as possible. It's cracking. I get out there, and my first question to my buddy was, uh, so how much ice is there? And, you know, 
the couple guys that were there were like, oh, one said 19 inches. The other guy said, oh, I don't really know. And I walked into the ice house and looked in the hole and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I would have just driven across <laughs> this lake knowing that there was that much ice. I ended up measuring it myself. There was exactly about 12 to 13 inches. The DNR says you can drive your truck on 12 inches. So, Ooh. man, that's what, a, that's a question that you ask before you go on the ice, Daryl. Yes, I know. Well, <laughs> January is always a good is all is always since for the you know I've been here for yeah over thirty years. January has always been a good time to go on the ice, but I you know twelve inches is what the DNR says. So obviously they probably double it. You could probably drive your truck on six inches of ice. I would never do that in a million years. But twelve inches is the is the minimum for a truck. And when you drill a hole in twelve inches of ice. And then you look at what you're driving on. <laughs> you question if you should have right. driven out there on it. Well, yeah, <laughs> I can see that. But yeah, it was kind of fun. The whole time sitting there was um, listening to the bangs and cracks of the ice forming, and uh, it was yeah. it was pretty cool. And to bring a little kid out there to experience that is pretty fun too. Have you seen those? Uh, it's almost like an ice carousel, and they cut a big circle, yeah, yeah. and drop a, a, a motor. A motor. <laughs> yes. Like who'd have thought? Are they trolling? Are they drilling a bunch of holes and, yeah. and then trolling with yeah. their? So that's is that for fishing or is that just because some guy was bored? I think it started out as something f- for fun, in my opinion. It's cool. I... The first video I saw, it looked like I didn't see any ice fishing gear out there, mm-hmm. but I just saw them doing it and being like, "Wow, this is cool." But yeah, troll. Whoever right. would have thought of that, dude? Trolling. On well, the a fisherman ice. thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Um, so you went out with your buddy, and uh, didn't your buddy go out a few days ago and pull out like a 80-pound sturgeon? Yes, on the St. Croix River. I saw that picture, and that that thing looked like a, I mean, that thing was a hog. Yeah, a hog of hogs. And that was his first time ever sturgeon fishing on the St. Croix. And he was out with some sturgeon fishermen. Fishermen, that, yeah. that's what they do. Yeah, and of course, he's the newbie out there, and within like a half hour of having a line down, he catches a whopper, and everyone in the area had to pull their lines up because this thing was taking 100, 200 feet of line every run, and yeah, so he had a crowd of people, and it was, yeah, and you can hear it in his voice, too. It's, he, it's so he, much It's fun. a lifetime of a catch. I mean, you, you don't really, it's you know, probably like musky fishing yeah, from what I hear, yeah, yeah. you know. All right, so I've got a question. How in the hell do these guys pull up these, like, an 80-pound sturgeon on a freaking pole that's six inches long? Because I can't catch anything with my six inches. That's all I'm saying. I <laughs> what? Oh, um, well, no. Uh, the, you're using a heavier pound test regardless of the size of your rod. So, you you know your line's not going to break with whatever strength that you, you got, you know. So, if you have a 100-pound test line on a small rod, yeah. It seems like it'd be like a McDonald's straw that's it, just... It pretty much, yeah. I mean... Yeah, so, but in his situation, because he wasn't outfitted with the right equipment to even be fishing these in the first place, in my opinion, I don't think, because I've never seen anybody out there like he was with a 7-foot bait caster 
fishing through the hole. Fishing through the hole. And, but he was the only was one in his in ice shack? house. Yeah, he was in his own ice house. With a, really? So he's he's on one end of his ice house. <laughs> and he's fishing out of a hole over there. And then in the videos that we can post later, too, of, of him catching this fish, he that rod tip is down the hole. You know, because you can only raise it so high because yeah. you got the roof of your He's, hut. like, pointing it down in the hole trying to... Well, yeah, he's, well, it's bent down in the hole. Did his friends move the ice shack, like, lift it up and just get rid of the ice shack because... No, you think they maybe would have done that, but they didn't. So he landed this thing in this little ice shack yep. with this... Oh, man, I, I want to see this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty fun stuff. The moral of the story on this, though, is, you know, he got, a, he got an invite out because he met somebody. He went there and tried it. You know, it's kind of a crapshoot if you ever even catch one of these fish or not anyway, or to know to go to the right spot. And he catches a fish of a lifetime, and the excitement and the adrenaline, you know how it is catching a big yeah. fish. Well, yeah. It's awesome. Actually, can I squirrel this for a second? Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm up in Alaska. This is, a, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, and there's this run that comes up into Girdwood of uh, salmon. Cohos, and they get a small run of kings. So there's these fish up there down south. I'd kind of relate them to almost like a brown trout. They're called Dolly Varden. Oh yeah, yeah. it's in the trout family. Yeah. So I'm I'm fishing for trout. Okay, fishing for a little little Arctic char. And I had my uh, I had a rod that um, I had just left my my bead, and I propped it on a stick. And because uh, I use beads because the salmon will come and pick them up sometimes. And um, Actually, no, I take that back. It was a it was a little fly. It was like an egg-sucking leech. And so that was just in the water. Um, so my rod's up, and it's about an eight-pound, you know, eight-pound rod. Yeah. And uh, I'm using a lighter lighter rod downstream from it because I knew I saw these Dolly Vardens. So I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, going to catch some Dollies. And... Um, my big rod just slams down, like the the water took it or whatever. The stick fell over, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I reel my smaller rod in and sit on the bank, and I go out over, and I pick up my bigger rod, and I start reeling it in, and I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm stuck on a log, okay? And this, this creek is like, you can cross it with, I mean, it's a small creek. And I realize I've got this fish that is like not coming and i'm like oh shoot he got wrapped around a log well turns out to be a king salmon i'm six foot i landed this king salmon and i picked him up and he was almost as long as i am he's probably five and a half feet and uh a guy walks over the train tracks and looks down at me and he's like holy sh nike like he he said the other word but he's like oh my god that's I can't believe you just caught that. You can't keep kings in this little creek. You got to let it go. Because um, they're going up to spawn. And Anyway, I caught this huge, ridiculous king salmon that was just massive. And the biggest king salmon I've ever caught, I guess it's in the 70-pound range. Oh, dang. Yep. And uh, he had just started turning to his spawning colors. He, If it was legal to keep, I definitely would have and because he'd have been great eating. He wasn't all super spawned out. But okay. he, he had started to lose the silver and was had pink tones in his body. And I got this thing to hand, and I was just, I, this is before iPhone, and I had no camera, and I really wish I did, but that was just such a cool experience. And, and it was probably kind of similar to your buddy's experience. Cause I think it's similar to anyone who's caught a big fish. It's just a huge, 
huge fish and you're not expecting it, right? Yes. Oh, no, man. there's nothing more exciting about it. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I could talk fishing all day, man. I, yeah. Thanks for letting me enjoy my squirrel moment. <laughs> well, we could talk about squirrels too because I got a lot of those around you here. You've had well. so many squirrels. I got red ones, blue ones, black ones. Dude, it's rainbow fun. colored we ones. We should have I my gotta... dad on the program sometime talking about squirrels because the squirrels in around He's a, my is house. Is he a squirrel hater? Uh, he definitely doesn't mind them, but when they start getting on the the woodpecker feeders and the, the bird feeders, because we feed the birds. Yeah. But man, they're baiting the squirrels, and there's just squirrels everywhere. And my dad's got this little Red Rider BB gun, and he shoots them in the ass, and yeah. they take off. So he's a yeah. So he's oh the Red Rider. He doesn't kill them. Oh okay. He, yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't try to kill them. He just you know you've had a BB gun fight before. It feels like a little you know. Yeah, the BB guns that I've used are high powered. BB they, <laughs> the pellet goes right through them. Well, yeah, these squirrels know him by name, so. It's funny to see him. I, I saw one fly off of, he'd managed to get on one of them hanging bird feeders. And my dad, it's so funny to watch him. We should film it and put it on the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this squirrel turned into a, almost like a flying squirrel. I could not believe how much distance he sailed. It's probably 10 feet to the curb. And these squirrels always take off across the street because they're like, oh, <laughs> we're, you know, we got to get out of here quick. This yeah. squirrel jumped off his hanging feeder knocked the feet i don't know even know how he got that much projection because it's not like it was a a tree he jumped off of he jumped off this swinging thing oh man and he but he launched and he just flew and i saw this squirrel body and then he was like it's just entertainment i i laughed that's the fun part of it too is that you can get this love-hate relationship going with them the red squirrels are the ones that you have to worry about you know they get in they do a lot of damage to your house yeah they do yeah, last year I had to get rid of five of them, five or six of them, and they didn't come back. Or no, I should say that was two years ago, and now last year I didn't have any red squirrels. I keep the, the, the I got two black ones living on my property and probably like three or four grays, and it's... You know, I wonder if we should maybe just start a, a squirrel relocation, you know, because, you know, I don't know. Is, Carlos Avery. Are we, is it actually legal? To yeah, shoot a squirrel. Yeah, they're small game, and that that season is year round. Okay, um, that would be a fact check thing we should probably do. But I'm pretty sure, sure. that the, there's certain small game that goes all season or all year, and uh, squirrels are one of them. You can hunt them all year. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't even care for hunting that much. I, I believe you're supposed to have a small game license though to be able to do it. Okay, so if you buy your small game license in the spring or whatever, it's good for the whole year. And squirrels are fair game. I think crows and other, there's a whole list of stuff you can shoot all year round. Well, I mean, the argument would be, it's like, I'm protecting my home, right? Well, uh, as cute as they are, they are pests. And if they aren't taken care of, their populations get too high and they become a major problem. So, right. it's yeah, it's okay to, to shoot them. You know, um, I personally like to see them running around. It it adds a little wildlife mm-hmm. aspect to your property. I love the gray squirrels and the black squirrels. Yeah. They're really cool to watch. They are. Um, they become less cool to watch when they start building nests inside your parked vehicles. Oh, man, that's happened. Yes. And, yes. It, it's, and they tear it up. And actually, I have a vehicle sitting in front of my house right now that doesn't start because of squirrels. Oh, yeah, that's hap- actually that's probably why my dad has such a vendetta against them because it it's happened 
to his you know new Toyota Tundra. Oh yeah, multiple Ugh. times. It's thousands of dollars. It's uh, yeah. So I get it. Yeah, and if they chew a piece of the wiring harness, <laughs> then you're that. Uh, yeah, they're not so cute and fuzzy. Nope. Nope. Then they start having that look in their eye like they're out to get you. Yeah. I always <laughs> feel bad, though, when I see one run out in the middle of the road and they're confused. Yeah. And, and it's like I always try to stop and it's always sad to see one. My dog went and got one one time and brought it into the freaking house and uh, it was so disgusting and gross and she'd eaten she'd half of it. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Speaking of getting in the house, uh, this last fall... Uh, I'm hanging out in my house and all of a sudden a full on bat is flying around in my living room. And I'm thinking, Oh, how did this thing get in here? That's all I was concerned. I was like, how did this thing get in here? How many more are there? Because when one bat is around, they come from a colony of many more. And if they're like in the attic or something and and coming in through the roof, yes, I was thinking, Oh my gosh, how bad is this going to get? Well, uh, my buddy told me, a lot of times, because I could not find anywhere where this thing got in the house. My buddy said a lot of times they will, they might be hanging on your eve, like right in front of your door that you come in. And when you walk in, you scare them and they scare into the house. And most likely that's what happened because that's the only bad I've ever had. But this thing is flying around and it was quite amazing to see how agile these things are. Completely flying around in the house trying to find out how to get out. And, and, and you have a, you have a, a historical home, so it's it's high ceilings and lots of rooms and yeah. So he was cruising. Did he ever make it down into the basement or the... no? But guess what? I figured out how to get him out of the house without <laughs> hitting him with a tennis racket like everybody else does, because that's like the thing from yeah. the movie or whatever. You know, you hit the thing with a tennis racket. No, uh, in the moment I had this idea. Well, maybe if I shut the lights off, because he seemed to keep going towards rooms that had light, even though bats don't like light, but he was always going to the rooms that had light. And I was like, okay, I'm going to shut off all the lights and just leave my patio light on. Mm-hmm. So I shut off all the lights to the house. Mm-hmm. This was after a good like 15 minutes of figuring out how to get this thing. At some point, he was going to get tired. He hadn't landed. He's flying right, around he's flying. consistently. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to shut off all the lights to the house, leave the patio light on. I left the patio light on. The second I turned off all the lights and had that patio light on, he went right outside. So there's a little trick. If you ever have a bat in your house, shut your lights off and then turn a light on outside. Leave the door open. Leave the door open. Boom, he flew right out. What, what, that, so it must have been kind of dark outside. because It was dark, yeah. It okay. Was, yep. Well, that actually makes sense because uh, I remember when I was down in Venezuela teaching English, um, we'd go longboarding at night. And it was the first time I'd ever experienced bats. But you could go out under the streetlights and you'd see them catching oh, cool. bugs, right? Yeah. Because that's, I think, maybe why they go to the light because they know that the bugs are there. And uh, you could go, and they would start coming down and like circling Checking my you head. Out. Oh, it was the weirdest thing, yeah. So, well, that's a good tip. That's yeah. a really good tip. Yeah, I thought it, it worked perfect. Yeah. And it, the cool part is that it was an idea. And then as soon as I did the idea, it worked. So I, I, I want to say that it, the idea was what made it work. Right. It could have been random. Well, this podcast uh, was an idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we'll see. Yeah. Millionsoflisteners.com. Yep. <laughs> Sponsored by Mustache Cream. <laughs> hey, speaking of mustaches, dude, you have an epic mustache, man. When I met you, you, you could have taken over the Pringle logo. You know the Pringle man? Yeah. Didn't he have a mustache? Yeah. 
Is that well, the right guy? Yeah. 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 At least back in the day. Yeah. The full- Dude. So you've always had this epic mustache and uh, how do you, how do you treat it? Like, what do you do? <laughs> I don't do anything, dude. <laughs> and I'm actually rocking a beard right now, so. Yeah, but <laughs> your mustache is uh, definitely accentuated. <laughs> I love it, man. I ain't, I ain't talking smack. Well, maybe we should just, mm-hmm. maybe we should at some point uh, just go mustache style. <laughs> dude, I've got the, Okay. Another squirrel, but in relation to mustaches, we're down in Des Moines last week. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. We're, we're down in Des Moines last week. Um, it was our first uh, tour stop on our way to uh, southeastern Oklahoma. And uh, we pull into this venue, and we, uh, we're just making friends and trying to figure out future places that we want to play. And uh, we're at this, this bar uh, called the Yacht Club. Great little dive bar. They have full bands. Doesn't it's, sound like a dive bar. Oh, but it's right. It doesn't. I was expecting like <laughs> the yacht uh, club. Yeah, and like <laughs> maybe it, you know maybe I need to dress up. Well, we're hanging out there, and there's this guy, and his name is Rod. He became a friend of ours. But man, this guy. And this th- earlier this morning, we, there's this awesome breakfast place called Mullets, and the, it's so fun to go in there and all the art on the walls. It's all like old. 80s pictures like it's a mullet themed place so very appropriate because rod he, he didn't have a mullet but he had this mustache that connected all the way up to his sideburns yeah and yeah. it was so cool man like i it was just the you know it, it was so funny and uh, he ended up coming and singing with us that night and so the question would be though if it was that cool why don't i do it why don't you do it I don't know. I know. I'm single, and, uh, you know, I'm trying to, you know, like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but girls aren't looking, well, Well, maybe they are, but uh, they're going to be more attracted to the fact that you're a musician playing on stage. I'd rather fall in love with me for who I am versus the mustache ride. Well, fall in love with you for who you are, then... Grow a mustache. Grow a mustache, (laughs) do whatever you want. Amen. I'm cool with that. Totally cool with that. Your dad was a mustache guy, wasn't he? Oh, he still is. Yeah, yeah. he's mustachio. Yeah, my dad was a mustache guy. Yeah, I've I've done the mustache a couple times. I know girls. Uh, some at some point, social media in the recent era has take has taken the mustache and turned it into a child pedophilia thing. Like, why why do you have to be a just because you rock a mustache? You're a porn stash, or they call it a porn stash <laughs> or a pedo stash? What the hell? Yeah, it's, it's uh, not fair because you know that's you only got one face, and oh. you can rock sideburns, you can rock a mustache, you can rock a goatee, or the Amish thing, or the Amish thing, you know. But they've taken mustaches out of the equation. Yeah, it's not cool anymore. It's too redneck. Yeah, it's redneck. It's redneck. Yeah, well, I don't agree with that. I don't know. I like those mustache festivals, man. There's some big mustaches out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've t- I uh, I grew mine out. Before I just trimmed mine, and I, I had it going on, and you know I started twisting them, and I thought it was cool, man, just trying to twist them, but I never could get the twist right. I like they'd always kind of get all messed up. I know and, because it's not it's not the twist. Remember when I had the big handlebar yeah, one? It's, how'd you it's do, not the twist. You comb it's, it? No, it's the you. Oh, it's flat. You, you train it. I've got curly flat. hair. I think it's harder for me to do that. Mm, you haven't let it go long enough. Yeah. Well. I did let it go long enough. <laughs> Girl stopped calling you and 
<laughs> yeah. That, that was long enough. <laughs> My girlfriend broke up with me. She's like, I'm sorry. I, uh, I uh, can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, some of the, well, uh, remember um, Fight Club? The yeah. Movie? That girl like mustaches. Well. Remember? Yeah. Who wants to go for a mustache ride? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that that uh, thing you texted me, that guy, did he have a mustache? He did for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, we'd, we'd like to reach out to anybody that is listening. And uh, make sure you uh, find us on Facebook or something and uh, let us know if uh, about the whole mustache shit situation. And then... Uh, you know, should we bring the mullet back? Well, if you're going to go mullet, then you have to consider the mustache. There could be a way to get mustaches back in. Now, they kind of are with the hipster guys with the tight pants and the no socks thing. Yeah. But we already know that those guys are fake uh, for the most part. I uh, don't want to offend any of you guys out there, but um, it's a fad. It's going to go away. We know that. I can't uh, even fit into skinny jeans, man. Well, you got to get the right size, bro. What? Extra <laughs> wide hips? <laughs> I just, I can't button them. I I tried. Well, you get the right size, but you get the, um, you don't get the relaxed fit or the, you know, comfort fit. You get the standard Tapered. issue, standard, t- uh, yeah, standard issue jeans yeah they make them i like boot cut i'm more a boot cut kind of guy you know yeah and we'll see that's another thing let's bring back bell bottoms then that's what i'm talking about i really like bell bottoms well in an era where all these movies are being redone because they can't think of new ideas that can sell to make enough money to cover the cost of making a movie so they're like well if we can't okay this is going to cost too much money so i guess let's just redo um mary poppins well, I, I guess I didn't realize right out of the gate that the Mary Poppins is actually a sequel, but it it spawned that thing in me saying that why is everybody remaking these movies? Why can't they just come up with a new awesome plot that you know that's going to be that blockbuster? Well, it seems like all the blockbusters right now are literally remakes of all these other blockbusters. And uh, that annoys me. Personally, it annoys me. I, I know in the, um, I think I think on, in Hollywood, it's something like. I heard this weird fact the other day, and I want to. I'm I may be wrong, but it was something like nine thousand movies worldwide are released a month or a year worldwide. Isn't that crazy? With the yeah. whole Netflix and the Hulu and the streaming services, it's like anybody can make a movie now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, music is the same way, man. Mm-hmm. Like literally, if you want to only listen to local recorded music even, or live music or local produced music, you can listen to that endlessly. You would never have to listen to the same song twice. It's millions and millions and millions and millions of yeah. songs that are you, if 10% of those are good songs there's still more than that's ever hit the top 100 
it's they it's, don't get yeah, picked up uh, it, a good song or not if you don't have those connections if you don't have that that in with the big producer then your awesome song that could hit the hearts of millions of people will never get heard and that part of it kind of it's kind of uh, sad it, it is sad but at the same time you know um apple they were the big ones that i think uh put the power of self-producing in our hands yeah. you know and yeah. uh, i remember before apple bought logic logic was a german company e-magic like version 5.1 or whatever and then uh and then apple came out with garageband which was a platform of the of that it, well it started with garageband then they bought logic from e-magic and then basically turned logic into the the paid professional software of what GarageBand is. GarageBand's cool. It's a, it's a, it's especially for someone that's just getting into music and yeah. recording and even on the road. You know, I've 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 got an album that I did with uh, with a friend of mine. We used to tour and for a couple of years, and we produced a whole album in in makeshift home studios while we were on the road using GarageBand. Yeah, and it's and and that's what it does is it. it everybody's become empowered to be heard and it's, but it, it, you know, it's like the squirrel population, right? You know, getting too many squirrels and it's like, okay, well, which one's my favorite? We need to start shooting them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, we live in a very interesting day and age, you know, you have a beautiful studio, man. Your studio is awesome. Uh, wild horse is, I love coming here. It's got just a great, ambiance you got all the all these instruments vintage and and uh you're a great engineer you got a great ear you're a great drummer and uh i feel lucky to have met you um because it's like I, this is my passion too you know so yeah thank you for having this place and and uh in this podcast we're going to be bringing in local artists and kind of focusing more on singer songwriters we'll have some bands um and have them in at the end of the show to play something they've written and uh, it's going to be original. I, I think it should be. I, I, I really like to hear original creation of the human condition, right? 100%. And, uh, and then try to help our friends be heard and, and, uh, and support that. And that's kind of what, what Third Wheel Project's been about since the beginning. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm more than excited to showcase, you know, and make sure that the end of every podcast that we do showcases some local talent and it doesn't have to just be music local talent if you can do it in front of a microphone mm-hmm. we want you on you know uh yep comedians tell you your know, back storytellers yes yeah. yes yep. yes so yeah we're gonna be searching you guys out so please respond to the facebook page and or the youtube video give us con you know give us contact information so we can reach out to you as well um, and we'll start with uh, with with the people that we already know, and uh, you know I, I think uh, one of our first guests we should uh, maybe get Steve Pointer and Brad up here because I know yeah. that they've been working with you and and uh, recording their next album and um, I love Steve's writing. He's in his voice and in his storytelling. He's just a teddy bear. He's yeah. just a, he looks like he eats grizzly bears for breakfast, and he's got the most infectious laugh you'll ever hear. And um, so I'm excited to start reaching out to these people and, yeah. and get them in here and, and show them the studio. And 
And then uh, Wild Horse has a sister studio out in New Richmond, and it's quite a bit smaller, uh, but still kind of a cool vibe and cool scene. And, and uh, maybe sometime we can do something over there, do a podcast over there. I got a, I got a koi pond in my yes, studio. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And your studio is perfect for tracking in a vibe situation. Mm-hmm. Vibe is everything. Mm-hmm. Vibe situation. Track. Not as cool as this studio. This is this is a pretty cool studio. Yeah, but that right? yeah, but that doesn't matter. Uh locations and vibe yep. are what really do it. And mm-hmm. you and got food. a good vibe there. Smoke some chicken and some well, brisket. You, got, and, you want you know, up me there. Yeah. I I digress on food. Yeah. So uh if you're wanting to produce your next album, if you want to be fed while doing it, uh just let Daryl know and he'll send you my direction. <laughs> <laughs> or we could bring a smoker over here. Yeah. 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 Oh, vice versa. Let's, you know. Yeah. I'll bring my smoker over there. <laughs> what does that well, even mean? I don't know. You you got a family. You got three beautiful daughters and a beautiful wife. And, uh, um, yeah, they're just, uh, you're you're a lucky dude. And uh, Well, thank you. Are you ever going to try for a boy? <laughs> well, I got, I tried for a boy three times, and now I have, I have three daughters. Mm. So there's that. Yeah. And a wife. So I like to tell people. Yeah. I, I got three daughters and, and, a, I'm and sorry, a wife. but your wife is hot, bro. Well, thanks. Just so you know. She and she's just a heart of gold and uh yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you guys moved to Stillwater. We were neighbors for a little bit before I moved out to New Richmond yeah, and bought you a house. Ditched us. Well, yeah. I didn't ditch you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't walk up here. It takes petroleum to visit now. Yeah. <laughs> Petrol fuel. Petrol fuel. <laughs> Well, cool. So, I think that probably concludes this segment, and I think we should go on to maybe some of our funnier shit too. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we do have some guests lined up. Uh, yes, that, uh, that maybe we could bring in, and and uh, anybody out there listening, if if you got somebody with a good sense of humor that you'd like us to prank phone call, and uh, we're all about that. Like, uh, we got some different uh, characters that we can kind of dive into, and yes, in each episode. We're going to try to do one one little prank call. We're going to have a band or a musician or a talent of some sort on, regardless of the talent. If there's a talent that can be captured with a microphone, uh, we are videoing these as well. And um, so we have, and we're going to get deeper into the video side too, because there is more talent than just that you can capture with a microphone yeah, we actually have a guy that's going to be coming in and, and being a part of this that is going to uh help us with all the video cuts and and uh the camera angles and then when we go out remote like on a fishing trip or yeah. when we want to go feature a new business or one of the local businesses that supports the music scene yeah that kind of thing yep and just local businesses too um to to be able to plug your business and what you do um, reach out to us because we can bring you in and interview you and we can talk about your business because we'd like to talk about our businesses. We want to talk about other people's businesses. We want to just be kind of a community-based podcast that, you know, it's not just about us. Of course, this first episode, it's just me and Chris. and uh, Chris and Daryl. Or I should say Chris and Daryl. Podcast. <clears throat> podcast. <laughs> say that again. Because it's just the Chris... Because it's, it's just, <laughs> hold on, I can edit this out. Because after all, it is just the. You're Daryl. And I'm Chris. 
<laughs> After all, it is the Chris and Daryl podcast. And we're here to, to help everybody. This is not about us. And have fun. like, And just talk about uh, different perspectives and opinions. And uh, everybody respectfully has their own. And, and uh, we're never bashing on opinion. But we, we do play uh, uh, kind of like a devil's advocate. Um, yep. Just so, just so the conversation goes somewhere, and, and uh, we never want to offend anybody. That's one of our things, and that's kind of why we went with the uh, blue and the red light, and uh, you know, both sides of the spectrum, and and uh, and we're both white dudes, so it's like red, white, and blue, go America. Yes, I like right? that. Yes, red, white, and blue. So uh, yeah, hey, we're gonna we're gonna uh, go on to our next segment here, and uh, thanks for listening. I'd like to introduce Cassandra Cole into the podcast, our very first podcast. And, and, and so this is Cassandra Cole, awesome singer-songwriter. Thank Hello. you for coming today. Yeah. And all, all your stories are great. Like, we're going to talk forever. So um, tell us your story about the eye, because this is super hilarious. I just didn't want to get too far, and all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. it's like, who, who is this chick? Yeah. Because she's ridiculously um, <clears throat> ridiculous. I'm, I'm like that chick in a basement formerly known as Just a House. Attached from the main. <laughs> With no, stair- no With stairs. No stairs. And only shoes. And you don't and no have socks. to wear socks unless you prefer to wear house shoes <laughs> or slippers. Back to the eye. So. So you used to have a bum eye. Well, no, I eye. had amblyopia. Okay, what's that? Well, we'll get to the glass eye. Okay. I have. <laughs> amblyopia is a lazy eye, but it didn't wander. There's a difference, and I make that it was very lazy. clear. It was lazy, so just my right eye did all the work for my left eye. So growing up, everybody always told me, like, don't ever hurt your good eye. I'm like, okay. So every day after okay, school. Okay, I'll get right on that. <laughs> yeah, okay. How do you not hurt well, your good eye? Well, guess what she did. Well, hang on. Don't I'm not. Okay. I'm just, we can edit So every out. day after school, I would go to eye therapy. I wore an eye patch, a pirate patch. So I had huge frizzy hair, gap in my front teeth, and a pirate patch. I was attractive. A lot of good-looking older women, or, Whoa. or <laughs> mature women, I should say, yeah. had that same story. My wife's the same exact. It's way. called the really? ugly duckling. Yeah, it's no, a my, story. Remember the ugly my wife, duckling mm-hmm. turns into a swan. Mm-hmm. My wife yeah. has it's a the exact same story so far. Really? So, yeah, very similar. Yeah, I was like super skinny and. Okay. Yeah, got made. What do they say? If you turn sideways, we can't see you anymore. I'm like. You're funny. I can't see you, but when I can... <laughs> so anyways, yeah, moved to Georgia, got horribly bullied. And I was really, really nice to the point of I couldn't defend myself. So I was always like, oh, you know, I just read my books and write my songs. And then I moved to Boston, and then I got gum put in my hair. And then I was like, story's over. <laughs> Fists are coming out. So I learned... The nice girl went to sleep. Yes. I got in, yeah, yes, I defended myself. Good. Then from Boston, I moved to Minneapolis in 2000. What brought you to Minneapolis? My parents moved here a couple years before I did, and I wanted to check out the music scene and theater. I also was in a lot of theater productions. Did you have your eye on it for a while? Eye on what? Minneapolis? No, they moved here, and I actually called it the flyover zone because you fly over it to get to better places, which is (laughs) horrible. Okay, but it's coming full circle because when I came here, I was going to save up money and go to New York. But then 
I really like Minnesota. And I ended up having two sets of twins, to make a very condensed story short. Two nine-year-olds, two five-year-olds. And I think it's affordable, you can own a home. And I think there's great opportunity as a musician, as well as education is important to me as well. So I think the school systems are great. I went to the U out here. Yes, I, everything you're saying is exactly the reason That's, I think we live here and mm -hmm. why a lot of people find it to be a good place to live. It is. For everything you just said. It's a great opportunity. Yeah. There's no smog or traffic, as you know, in L.A. Yeah. And the people it's are clean. genuinely pretty nice. They I are. Mean, it's hard to break in. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. People are born and raised, and it's like, well, my grandpa went to school with her grandma. And they're like, so they like me, but I'm not going to be in anybody's wedding. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you get the passive aggressiveness from the city. Yes, and people Yikes. always say that about me. I'm very direct. No, that's good, and you should always be that way. So oh, is I'm Minnesota nice yeah. the opposite of that? Yeah, Minnesota nice is I'm going to act nice around you, and then but as soon as you leave. But talk about you later. Yeah. So it's not an actual, like, compliment. It's an actual almost. thing, but no, I No, we have manners. Our manners are, like, uh, yeah. supersede, like, um, honesty almost in a sense. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. I notice that. I mean, I think a lot of good people realize that and try to. I've just always be, just tried to be nice. Yeah. You oh, know, and then I hear Minnesota nice, and so I'm like, oh, cool, everybody's nice. And then, uh, are you from here? A f no, I'm from Alaska. Ah. But someone was, uh, so I've been here five years. Yeah. And, and and so I thought Minnesota nice, like, oh, everybody's just nice, you know, it's all lutefisk and pickled herring and I've everybody never had ice fishes. Of None of which anyone in Minnesota the, the, eats. Well, they oh, do up north. I'm the old sure. people do. Well, and older <laughs> people. But I didn't understand what Minnesota nice was until. Someone was real sarcastic with me, and one of my bandmates was like, "Oh, that's Minnesota nice," you know. And it was like they were super nice, but then they were sarcastic, almost like they're just not looking to get into an argument, right? Passive aggressive, yeah. And yeah. if you see somebody, it's very common. You could know somebody died in their family; they just lost their job, their house burnt down, and if you ask them how they are, "Oh, I'm fine. How yeah. are you?" Yeah. So people hold their feelings. <laughs> that's in. Minnesota nice. They just yeah. hold their feelings in. Yeah. Don't talk and about it enough. Like if you if I'm having a rough day and you came to me and said, Hey Xander, what's up? I'd say, I'm horrible. You know? Right. I almost lost my eye today. Full circle back to the eyes. Yeah, today. we never went to, <laughs> we never finished the eye thing. Let's do that now. That okay. Fast forward, you know, some odd years. Now that we're looking at that subject again. Now that we're re And we talked about how she had her eye on Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> Funny eye joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the kitchen with my brother and we're whipping the towel you know like I don't know what yeah. you call it like, yeah. Yeah. yeah sound effect pissing here. each other off <laughs> yeah we do that a lot and so we were really wailing on each other and so there's still a debate if he was here right now he'd be freaking out and if he hears this he will but we thought it was his fault but okay so we're whipping the towel in the kitchen and all of a sudden my, it felt like my eye got shattered. Like I dropped to the floor. You can't believe in a puddle. I was your screaming. Bad the one that my was lazy. good eye. <laughs> oh, so your good eye, the one the doctor your good was. Eye. Well, hang on. We thought so. So I was screaming like, "Not my good eye!" Oh <laughs> my gosh. no! My sister's like, "Oh my gosh, Cassandra, it, <laughs> get up! You're so over dramatic." And I'm like, "I'm bleeding from my eye." Like I thought. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be the girl with the glass eye. Nobody will like me. And to anybody who has a glass eye out there, like my heart goes out to you. And it's totally cool. Maybe you should cut that part out. 
Uh, no. Or not. Nah, I, okay. So no, anyways, I meant it. I'm like, nobody will pay attention when I sing. Like, my mom's like, stop it, Cassandra. Just try to open your eye. I couldn't even open it. So when I peeled it open, I was bleeding on ex- externally <laughs> as well as internally. Like, you could see blood. I couldn't see it. I literally, no vision at all. And I learned something with the damaged eye. When you open the damaged one, you're in so much pain. You have so much nerve endings that your other eye won't. It's not like you can just hold your other eye open. They function as a set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was just totally blind. So, And my brother's a firefighter. So he came over and went in full service mode. Like, I need you to calm down. I, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's happening. I'm How shaking. You? How old were you? Oh, this was At just this two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm 36. I'm proud of it. Whoa. I'm 36 too. Ooh, what's Ooh. up? Proud of my age. You know what? <laughs> this old fart it's over like, here. what if I say I'm 60, but I look 30? I'd address the age. Any. So your eyeballs are so rolling around in your head. Yes, you too? Yeah. When's your birthday? April 9th. Ah, oh, July 30th. Ooh. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know something I don't know? No. I think I'm a lion. I was just, a Leo. Uh, you always hope for somebody to have the same. I know. Well, it would be cool if it was the same. Yeah. We could have just ended the show right yeah. there. Yeah. like. Who cares about the eye story? We have the same birthday. It was nice to meet you all. Yeah, have a great out. day. And uh, until next week. House. <laughs> place. <laughs> so, yes. They led me out to some emergency on-call eye doctor and he doesn't deal with this, and he was freaking out from what I could hear. My senses became heightened. I was in so much pain. It was a horrible journey. I was on bed rest with the eye for, like, weeks. And then I had to see the eye doctor, like, daily. It was revisiting my youth. It was great. But I I grew a new pupil. So it shattered, like, behind my eye. And then for about six months, I looked high in one eye. So every morning I woke up and I was like, Half high. Hello. Half high. <laughs> half high. Is yeah. anybody ever yeah. half high? Hey, man. Hey, yeah. <laughs> half eye, half high. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Right? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. It was funny. I'm going to laugh. Well, it, no, it was. It's, <laughs> she's like, fuck you guys. No, <laughs> I, I'm no. enjoying my time here. Cool. <laughs> I like revisiting painful part of my past with humans. No, this well, is interesting. It's, First no, of all, you would have never known eyes. that you had an eye problem. No. So well, they said that Obviously, this is going to come full circle to where you have yes. normal eyes. So they, well, <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they told me eventually you'll get to this place where you just won't even notice. And it took months for my eyes to learn to work together again surprisingly enough so I would read things and I'd have to I'd like close one eye to kind of because it was so blurry and yeah that was fun and then now I still need glasses I just haven't picked up a pair I have some vision loss in that eye but nothing crazy just like blurriness or yeah it's just normal as if you know you're just getting older I guess and need help reading but if I close it sometimes I'm like oh why is it a little convoluted fuzzy yeah a little bit just probably like i need glasses but i'm so used to it now yeah that i don't care yeah sometimes like and i don't know if it's me getting old or maybe probably maybe i'm dying Um, oh no sometimes like i feel like i get like a cross vision oh you could be you need to go see the eye doctor i have a great one for you no i actually do i sometimes all of a sudden it's like uh I, and I, I have to hold my hand right here. If you ever see me doing this at like a show, it's because all of a sudden it feels like I'm, you know, crossing my eyes. That could be a sign of a migraine. Maybe well, you need to start dotting your T's. And crossing your eyes? Instead of crossing your eyes. <laughs> 
I totally stole your punchline. Dude. I'm trying to talk about feelings here. No, but I don't know what it is. You know, it's like, whatever. I put my hand up here and it it, it all comes back together and it's fine. And it, 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 happen, it might happen like once every couple of months or something. But it's weird when it happens. Like, it kind of freaks me out a little Not bit. Not going to lie, it sounds like a migraine. But I don't get migraines. I don't either. So one time I was bringing in groceries, and all of a sudden I saw, like, spark, not sparkle, like, color coming in. I felt really weird. I thought I was having a stroke. That's, I get, I, they're called ocular migraines. I get yeah, them. I've, I've had never them had since, one. I've had them since I was in high school. They're horrible. But does yes. your head hurt, or is it no, just? Not no, not at first. It was no, just yeah. that. You get, the visual, you get this visual thing that actually kind of clouds. It almost I've makes had you that go blind. Before. I've had that yeah. before. And, it's, and it looks like jaggedy yeah. rainbows mm-hmm. and weird geometric shapes. And then it hits mm-hmm. you. And then, yeah, and then that goes away. I'm and you get so a nauseous. I thought I was going to die. But I, things can happen before a migraine funky with your eye yeah but, that but sounds, i don't to get me, a headache no that sounds to me like a lazy eye like you one of your eyes just has got but no way out of way i'll grab somebody i'd be like cassandra look at me in my eyes right now exactly. and i'm seeing cross-eyed like what do my what are my eyes doing right now i've never i've never taken a selfie and i should but i can't find the button you should you know i'm like because i'm like cross- go to the feel- eye doctor and tell them what if what if you have brain tumor or something well i always go to the worst places yeah that was dark it was but that's he not a bad death. idea but you, if, you should rule if it If you out. have health insurance, just go say, hey, this is what's happening to me. It's really weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. Is there an explanation yeah. for why I, my, one of my eyes would Maybe just go Maybe that's what Google is for. We should We're all no, we shouldn't, Googleize it. No, we shouldn't Googleize. No, you should go to the doctor. Yeah. No, Googleize nothing. No. Because it'll tell you a whole bunch of shit you don't want to hear. <laughs> so true. And then you go in and you know it's like, oh, it's just weird. a headache. Yeah. You know what's going to be weird is tomorrow I'm going to use Google. And you know how you pull up Google and it's in the ser- above the search bar. And you know how you have your two O's. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how sometimes they do art? Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, be two eyes like this. <laughs> oh, my God. Because my phone heard me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. It's I hate probably Surrey. true. <sighs> Series. You know, like uh, random, Alexa and all that stuff yeah. that that uh, I got one for free, so we had one in the house, or we have one in the house. I'm I don't know how don't to trust it. No, I well, definitely don't trust it. Really, I love Google. <laughs> no, but see, here's the thing: she is if they're going to market to you, yeah. and you're going to get bombarded with marketing anyway, from what they think they need to market you at, then Why hear not? me talk and market to me what I actually care about. And that's what they do. That doesn't bother me. I don't care. Yeah. So I just asked to play mar- music. That's what I, or my kids will go. But she's still listening. What is six times four? I'm like, stop asking. No, but when Google. you say, when your kid keeps asking you for a certain playhouse and then you keep seeing that playhouse and. Oh, then so gotcha. So like, that's what I'm saying. So like, if you're going to market to me, yeah. yeah, then listen to me because I have nothing to hide in the house. No. So just, yeah. Okay. Market what I am talking me. about then. I don't care. You actually know me better than I do, I guess. But what I don't like is when I'm talking in a normal conversation, and I have to, my phone is probably not off, so I have to be careful. And I'll say, oh, yeah, I was working at Apple Spice, per se, because this happens frequently to me. Mm. And then all of a sudden it says, calling so-and-so from Apple Spice. And I'm like, stop it. Like, and I run, grab it, and hang up. And then this person calls back, and you're like, oh, hello. Yeah, I don't like when they call people you don't want to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. So my eyes are fine. So your eyes are fine. So, yeah, so we never <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, oh, we interrupted okay. again. We never it actually got. It wasn't the towel. <laughs> it was, okay, so I had metal tips on my hoodie 
My, so we actually have it on video. And we slowed it down, and we could see it in slow motion. One of the strings go and hit my eye. So if you have any metal tips on your hoodies, cut. I've cut them all off. They're dangerous. Oh, and it just hit your cornea and Yeah, it just it? hit my eye. I, yeah, I could have lost my eye. But your eyes are definitely not as fragile as you think they are. Well, they heal. I know they heal pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I get an eyelash in it, and then I'm pretty much screwed. <laughs> like One of those okay. things that hang up right next oh, to your man, eyes. Oh, man, I'm just like, <laughs> stop everything. And, uh, oh, one time I got two in each eye. And I don't, I'm not sure if it's an eyelash or an eyebrow. But... Oh man, that's definitely like an the... eyebrow by the size of those honkers. Did I just cut them? I just <laughs> cut them down. I don't. I don't have a doctor for that. Or so, Cassandra. Let's talk about your music because your music is awesome, and Thank you, we'd Chris. love to play one of your songs at the end of this podcast. And uh, you know, I I've seen you online, and you I've seen you playing guitar and writing your songs, and you write a couple songs a day, right? I do, and it's. That's so inspiring and it's awesome. Thank and your you. kids do that. Yeah. One of your daughters does? Yes. One writes almost daily as well. Oh, that's all. in her blood. Just... And the other ones love music too. They do right? One's a break dancer. Music. One's a an entrepreneur probably. Yeah. Right? One that loves playing the drums. Uh -huh. And I just bought them ukuleles for Christmas. They're loving that. Awesome. That's, yeah, yeah that's really cool. How is um, the one that's writing music every day, how is she mm -hmm. capturing her writing? Is she... Is she writing? She writes in a little notebook. I give her notebooks all the time. Okay. But she'll come home and she'll go, Mom, I need your phone right now. Don't talk to me. I just need to record this melody I have in my head. What about, okay, and like, that's oh my, my gosh, I love you. What that's about the me. melody? How is she recording the melody? So she record. So I use the same, I don't know how other people do it, but I use a voice recording app. Yeah, on your so, phone? Yes, on my yeah. phone. Yeah. So I just have my own system. I've kind of taught her the same. Okay. Like you have to document everything that comes in because you'll forget it. Yeah. Then you have to document what you've written and you got to pair them together so then you can look back yeah. and write any notes down. You know, that you want it That's to sound right. like or how, you know. So then I'll sit with her at the guitar sometimes and she'll say, no, 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 play faster. You know, this. But, awesome. Yeah. The, yeah. The, so what song are you going to, like, are we going to play today? Like, at, at the end of all this? Yes. Well, I think we should play my latest single out. So it's called Caught Up. And I actually won a contest to work with Maddie Amendola in New York who's amazing. He's played drums for Aerosmith and gone on tour with Adam Levine, and he works with a lot of amazing, talented artists. And, yeah, I won, which was great, out of a lot of candidates. And he just believes in my music and what I can do, and he did a great job producing the song. I wrote the song in my bathroom where I write a lot of my songs, or anywhere I can. But where, where were you sitting? I was... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know what? I, was, I wanted to go there. I retract. You know, I, did not, I, I did not record this one in my bathroom. I wrote this on my bedroom floor. I remember it. Right okay. on the carpet. And then I, when he, when I was a finalist, he said, can you send me it over? And I was at a friend's birthday party. And I said, sure, not a problem. And I'm like, I need your guitar. And he goes, what? I'm like, I need your guitar in your bathroom. So I grabbed his guitar and I sang it in my bathroom and sent it over. Because the reverb so. in there, it's almost like a, yeah, it's almost it like a mini adds church. A fullness, you know? And I want it to sound as professional as possible doing it off my phone. Yep. And I wanted to send over an entire song, not just snippets. Mm. Yeah. So Instagram, I post little clips of me playing, and but those are just highlights of what mm. I've already written. What's the song about? 
caught up? Yeah. Gosh, it's about a lot of things. But basically, being a mom of two sets of twins and being so busy in our everyday lives, it's it's really easy to lose sight of your dreams and who you are at your core. And also in a relationship, it's so easy to get caught up and not give respect or attention that's so needed and well-deserved in your partner. So that's where the song derives from at its core intensity. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to it in that content. Thank you. you. (laughs) No, that's, that's cool. I've had so much fun with you guys. I want to keep chatting. And I'd love to come back on and play you some more songs if I can. Yeah, we can yeah, do that. We Great. definitely should. And where are are you playing anywhere around Stillwater soon? Yes, I play around Stillwater, but the gig or the show I really want people to come to is gonna be March twenty or yeah, March twenty second at Astro Cafe. Okay. I'll have a full band and a great opening um, number. So where can we find you if we don't have your phone number mm-hmm. or if we um, can't you want spell my number? your name? No, <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh, off How about the air, my yeah, we'll take your phone number. Yeah, but yeah, the website. What's the what's what? Five 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 five. That's what I was gonna say, you wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't let your me say it. it. Thank no, you. <laughs> let's remember, I'm funny. Let me be funny. So my website. Uh-huh. I think I'm supposed to say HTTP, but if you look up www dot Cassandra. Cole, I should spell it. Yeah, you should. C A S S A N D R A, Cole, C O L E, music, M U S I C dot com. You will see just a brief explanation of my background and my latest single that you can listen to. Take your burdens and 